hey hey what's going on right before we get started with this episode i just wanted to give you a special thanks for checking us out and give you a heads up on what to expect from this episode we had a lot of good energy and a lot of good conversation a very important conversation i would say myself i'm going to give you some of the top three things to look forward to and so much more in this episode but we're going to go over the importance of understanding financial language and the dangerous landscape that hackers and companies employ to target you whether that be corporate tracking or data dumping. Very important that we discuss these things. Techniques to finding mentorships and ways to vet potential mentors. Because as you grow up, you wanna show up and understand the level up. And last but not least, the importance of being able to read the landscape and make the necessary adjustments from digital business cards to actively finding creative ways to prospect. We discuss it all. And if you like what we're doing here, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify, wherever you check out your podcast. It helps us grow. So let's go. What's going on, Winners Dialogue family? It's Leon again, checking in with you. Shake my hand. Today, we got a special guest in the studio with us. We're doing another episode of My Secret Mentor, the place where we highlight black entrepreneurs in the DMV area specifically. Today, we got a hiker, biker, skydiver, white water rafter, <laughs> skier. All right, all right, I'm going to keep going with that. Just know that she's not afraid of the outdoors. Today, we got a person that's going to help you save a couple grand. We got saving with Sophia in the building. How you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. You know, indoors is a little different than outdoors, but I am here. Oh, you got some indoor sports there? Uh, indoor soccer, but you know, right now we quarantine, so. Oh, shoot. I didn't even know they did indoor soccer. It's cool. It's cool. The sport's not for everybody. Yeah, yeah. I, I did some outdoor soccer a little bit, but never indoor soccer. Okay. It is a different feel. It's like smaller people on the field, like three at a time. It's weird. So, I want to ask you a question, right? Because I gave you a little bit of intro, but I don't want to leave nothing out. Is there anything that you want people to know about you that they don't know about you? That you, Well, you're going to learn a lot today um, talking with me. Hey. Um, <laughs> um, but what I would like people to know is I'm excited to be here and I'm rooting for everyone black. Issa Rae. Hey, that's what we're doing. <laughs> that's what we highlighting right here all the time. <laughs> so with that being said, can you give people a little bit of insight about what it is that saving with Sophia is all about the brand and what you're trying to make happen. Yeah. So what the brand is, is just trying to promote saving in the community um, by any ways possible. Um, what I really focus on is bill literacy. Um, I just go through people's bills, make sure that they are paying for what they want and not overpaying for other things. Um, what's really great is the partnership I have with so many companies that people are already using, um, which helps me get people better deals. Um, deals on like your cell phone, okay. deals on your internet, um, things that are essential. What we're, kind of companies are we talking about? What kind of, kind um, of? We're talking about AT&T, mm. Verizon, Sprint, mm. Dish, um, DirecTV, Vivint. Um, what I love, love, love and promote so much right now is identity theft protection uh-huh. because we are um, on the phones and on our laptops, putting our information on anything and everything without kind of thinking. Um, I know growing up, I knew like on MySpace, I don't put my real address, but on Amazon, I do it all the time. I didn't know they had an address spot on MySpace. <laughs> they did. They definitely did. Like, you know, even just saying your whereabouts, like if you said Maryland, like that was considered taboo, but there's so many people that are growing up in the internet stage where it's like, oh, they asked for my card number. Let me put it in. They, and we save it. And we, we save, save it. it. So we don't have to remember it. Exactly. And they go, but let's go there. <laughs> yeah. And got your computer. Got your information. I'm buying me a boat. Yeah. And and with hackers, pretty much they're watching your keystrokes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's things that you put on your phone, thresholds that you pass that is called a data dump. So when you walk through Target, they okay. just like, oh, what was the last thing that Leon was searching? Let's bring that to his phone. So that's those um, marketing tools where it's like you're thinking, oh, well, I was looking at these um, headphones 
and yeah. it keeps popping up on my email all this it's data dumping so they're just following you tracking you i actually mm-hmm. seen i was looking at some youtube video a while back and they were saying the iphone has a bunch of settings that you you know a lot of agreements we agree to we just hit accept accept because we don't want to read that long paragraph paragraphs rather but it was a tracking thing that's on that enabled naturally unless you go in there to disable it it's going to track you and even when you disable it it kind of says we're going to less track you we're going to still track you but we're just not going to track you as much mm-hmm. and i bring that type of awareness to save people on that too because um we are in a digital age of all of this is being tracked um i don't know if you're aware that they just changed our phone settings to have covid um monitoring oh oh yeah i did see something about that so i just really try to make people aware like if they can do that with your phone without your permission um really so much of our information is out there so you really want to protect it because it could be in good hands but it can also be in some really bad hands where that is a headache in itself to like prove that it wasn't you like it's the ultimate setup it is (laughs) so what um tools do y'all have in place to help you know, prevent those type of identity theft issues. So we have a robust system that um, I'm partnered with. um, And the system, it protects you from court cases. Like we have one person who had a DUI on their account. Okay. And they weren't even able to drive or drink yet. Hmm. So So how did they get the... Somebody else used their... Oh, okay. They got the information. So it... It remedied the situation for them? So what we were able to do was we were first able to alert them. Um, okay. We were also able to reimburse them for all those type of fees that people don't think about. Because now you have to run court to court to say that was not me. <laughs> um, so then we were able to resolve it. Um, and that was just a whole team that comes with the service. So okay. just bringing so that like service. Data, data insurance. Data insurance. Okay, okay. Make sure you're protected because it's getting crazy. You don't want your name in the mix of anything right now. Like, if they're like, oh, yeah, Leon did that. You're like, not Leon. No, it wasn't me. I actually had that happen probably about a year ago. And I said, well, I know I'll be in Laurel, but I didn't make this sale. I haven't even used my card. And I said, you was at uh, Red Robins and places I never go, Mm -hmm. (laughs) pretty much. It's like you bought a bunch of stuff from Home Depot. I'm just like, I be in Bethesda mm-hmm. why would I but, but you was... have a system in place that's going to help prevent these type of situations correct I gotta ask you this then how did you make that transition from the banking industry to going to this now yes so I was in the banking industry and I was working in an industry that I can only talk to people who had a threshold at minimum of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars mm. Um, and that was like kind of after college. So it was like, who do I know with $250,000? Um, and that transition came from being underrepresented. I'm like, Hey, you know, there's nobody that looks, I don't want to say nobody. There were not as many as I would like that I could talk to. It was in the minority. Correct. (laughs) So I was like, okay, cool. How do I take this to the masses? So I learned what I needed to learn. Um, and you know, just took that to the masses. I'm like, okay, who do I need to talk to? Um, and what is it that we're spending our money on? We're spending our money on the new phones. We're spending our money on, um, our entertainment system. Nothing's wrong with these things because we definitely need them. They're essential. I just want people to make sure that they have the best deals out there. Cause, um, another thing I say is I reduce lifelong bills for their them to be affordable so you can save in the short term and start building long-term wealth because once you start those bills they're never going away so don't choose two hundred dollars today when it can really be fifty dollars can make temporary decisions for permanent actions Mm -hmm. so when you found this industry was it anybody that inspires you that you've seen working in this field or was it just like you seen you got an ad or flyer did you was filling out applications or how did you stumble upon it so i had a mentor um i believe in village talk all the time like um it really does take a village to do everything and anything um and my mentor he came to me and was like hey you know i think you would be a great fit for um something that we're trying to work on which is just helping people um save money and as well as we're we have a cause as well so 
we help feed hungry children at the same time when we help mm. people pay those bills. Um, but I trusted the mentor, knew the mentor. Um, and when I saw it, I was like, wow, this really just kind of makes sense. Like, it's something I want to do. It goes towards the path that I want to go towards, which is entrepreneurship. Um, and that's kind of how I fell into what I'm doing now, saving with Sophia. Man, that's <laughs> great. Not only did you get to make some money, because that's always good, but you get to help people save money, which makes it easy to sell. And in addition to that, y'all have a great philanthropy plan. So I got a question. I know we had a conversation about this briefly about mentorships. When you're trying to find a good mentor, because that's a, definitely a situation that's hard to navigate for a lot of people. They say, I don't know where to find a good mentor, and especially being a woman. is sometimes I had a private conversation with somebody, one of my friends recently, and she was telling me how that could be a very challenging high-pressure situation not knowing how to navigate through that. Do you have any special ways that you navigate through that type of relationship or would advise somebody to navigate in that relationship if they're feeling, A, uncomfortable or they just want to draw a line in the sand and say, okay, this is business and I don't want the lines to be blurred? Um, Yes. So with my mentors, I have a couple of mentors, but it's really about I'm I watch what they do. So again, okay. even with my mentor, I knew him for a while. Um, so I kind of knew what he was about, things like that. Um, so again, with that village mindset, there are many times that even on both sides that I forget because <laughs> um, okay. I have women and men that help me along this whole way. Um, and the men that I have had along the way are my family members where of course I'm very trusting and because they have shown me that representation I do trust other men as well okay um but like you said there are blurred lines and from my experience I do have to wake up sometimes like oh well you know why does this mentor need to meet me at this time like you know um so best advice to someone who's looking for a mentor I always say watch them Cause you'll see what they're about. Like, you know, watch who they're around. Absolutely. Um, as well as just mentors speak, listen to what they're saying. Like if it's like, Oh yeah, you know, we need to do this to cut this or this is the shortcut. That's not really a mentor you yeah. want. Cause that's a short term thing. Yeah. You want to make sure you can learn from them long term and like, okay, mm -hmm. they're constantly innovating. They're constantly developing the way they do business. And yeah. And really where do, where are they going? Is it somewhere you want to be? Um, I remember talking to the one mentor who was like, have a mentor in every stage that you're about to go to. So if you're about to be um, in the career world, find yeah. a mentor that has been in the career. Um, but you can have multiple. So somebody who's been in a career world for about three years can probably relate to you. And then someone who's been there for like 15. So they can kind of give you those next, next steps. Um, same thing with family. Like you want to get around people who have a family that you would want to implicate. Because um, that will help you when you get to that step. Absolutely. It's definitely imperative to surround people that's doing what you want to do and that's going in the direction you want to get. And like you said, the levels definitely matter because sometimes you get to a point where that was a good relationship at the time, but you outgrew it and you need to be ready for the next level. Yeah. I'd so say there's a season for everyone and everything. So even some mentors, it was like, Oh, I need you in college. But oh, okay. today it's like no love lost. It's just like you, like you I appreciate what you've done for me and got me to this point. But it's time for me to seek the next level. How do you, do you have a certain way of you vetting these uh, people as far as finding a new mentor or place that you search or you just happen to be at that level and you happen to run into them and you start to say, okay, I need to watch this person because they're where I want to be. And if I see that they're moving correctly, then I'm going to approach them. I'm a watcher. Like I can talk to anybody and everyone. So I'll, I'll watch. And if it's like, Hey, you're the person that I would like to connect with. Um, connect <laughs> like uh there there's a word that people use but it's called aggressive i'm, I'm just very assertive it's like all right, assertive. that's nothing wrong with being assertive you, you gotta be willing to, i think that kind of goes into the outdoorsness you're out there you're like my adrenaline is pumping i'm not afraid to put myself in different situations and mm -hmm. that's i think where that comes from 
And I told people uh, what what I really loved about skydiving is it's like if I don't fear gravity, I'm not gonna fear people. Like that was a bigger fear. So <laughs> that's a cool to remember right there, people. If I'm not scared to jump out, afraid to jump out this plane, why am I worried about people? I'm not worried about gravity. <laughs> the gravity of the situation is lesser. So the more information you have in your your mental resource pool, the deeper it is. So. I got to ask, what resources do you find yourself using when you're trying to find new innovative ways to prospect? The tools that I really like, one is Instagram. Instagram, okay. I love Instagram. When I tell you, and again, part of it is funny too because I use my Instagram very business focused, so I definitely slide in people's DMs, but... Uh I forget, like, oh, yeah, there, there's a time and a place. Yeah. Um, but I love, love, love Instagram. Um, I'm transitioning more to LinkedIn. Okay. Um, and then part of it is getting creative. I was a marketing major at North Carolina A&T, and I just used some of that degree of, okay, cool, how do I get my message across to people that were about saving um, yeah. this month of July? We're not in July yet. This month of June. You're ready for the future. That's all it means. I've always been ahead. Actually, it's July right now, actually. It's July. It that's when we're going to drop this. In July. Oh, right here. It's July. This last month, um, it was a June challenge that I did every penny counts. Okay. Um, so it was really just to make people aware that it's the coins in your ashtray that can get you the soda pop at your local store. Um, but you need to be aware of it because that's also the same reason you can lose money. I make people, I put a post up saying that it really only takes $27.43 to spend $10,000 in a year. Oh, wow. So each day. So you day, broke down the math and gave it to them in the simplified version. $28 each day. And there's so many people, not with quarantine, like I think a lot of people did kind of ease up. But if you're spending your $8 for breakfast, your $8 for lunch and your eight dollars well dinner is not eight dollars dinner is definitely like 10 yeah. 15 it adds up unless you're eating i don't know um a burger from mcdonald's or something that's not healthy that's not going to keep you around long mm -hmm. so you're not gonna be doing business long <laughs> but that's 27 dollars right there yeah. and then you know when people are like hold on i spent ten thousand dollars in a year just by 27 yeah and you go you need money to start your business and they say, i don't have the money i have no idea how i can come up with this money do you know how much it costs to start your business? Do you know what the industry requires? Now you got a goal to set. Okay, you know you need this amount of money. Now what can you cut the fat at? Okay, you don't need this. Mm -hmm. Can you do with less of this? Do you need to order from here all the time? No. And it is about how bad do you want it. Um, there are some people who, when I talk to them, I'm like, hey, do you even watch TV? And they're like, no. I'm like, all right, let's get rid of this cable bill. But what if what, um, we're paying this much a month for but what? Yeah, but <laughs> how much do you want what you say you right. want? Go to somebody else's house and watch TV if you must watch TV. Yeah, and then and even when... drive there, think about the opportunity costs. Mm -hmm. And even where we are now, like some of the cell phone pe people I help with cell phones, like you have streaming services. Like Yeah. So... You can just cast it to your TV. <laughs> there you go. It save a bunch of time in the process. Mm -hmm. So is there any other... Besides Instagram, do you use any other places to find new prospects? Um, so uh, being in this area, DMV area, I definitely did a lot of networking okay. um, events. Um, my tools were Eventbrite and Meetup. Ah, uh, so Meetup, Eventbrite. <laughs> Eventbrite is great. Um, especially like when you go to like the business section. Of course, there's so many other things like art. But um, I definitely did that. And Eventbrite. Bright is really still going on. It's just more Zoom calls and things of that nature. Um, Meetup, I like that because it's like-minded people. So now I don't have to think like, oh, cool. What are we going to be talking about? It's like, no, we're, this is an entrepreneurship yeah. meetup. Cool. Now I know people are going to be in some type of area as me. Um, so, And then just those relationships I've already cultivated. So um, calling people that I've met. Um, mm -hmm. college, high school, like, hey, what are you doing now? Because um, it might, we might be able to help each other. Like, even who we were in high school, we've changed. Yeah. So. And it's funny that, because I know the time we met was actually at one of those events. 
and I was looking. I'm like, shout her out, Amber. Yes, yes, Amber. <laughs> I can't remember. I'm gonna tag you in this, Amber. Don't think we're gonna forget you. Remnant, <laughs> I got you, girl. See, she's on it. We're gonna make sure we pay this forward always. But when we was at that event, I was looking. I was like, okay, some people got business cards. Some people say, oh, I forgot it. And it's like, okay, some people are leaving early. And I'm looking at the whole room and I'm like, okay, let's see how these people are moving in this room so I can adjust and pay attention and be ready and ready for the interaction. And I remember you kind of standing out because you had digital business cards. And I was like, okay, I got my business card. And my business card has a the uh, the Q. scanner, mm-hmm. the QR code on it. So it takes directly to the website. So you don't have to type out the winner's dialogue and potentially spell something wrong. Right. I know, I know some that people spelling do that. thing. <laughs> that happens. And I was like, I should have made this less complicated for people. <laughs> but yours was in a unique position because to me, I looked at it as like, not only do you have that information that's going directly to my phone, but you automatically have my information. So you could reach back out. You don't have to wait for somebody to reach out to you. What made you decide to use the digital business cards and what platform did you use to create them on? So again, it's that exchange of information. I went to another networking event. She showed me the digital card. It just made sense to me. It's like I'm paying any company. I don't want to ever endorse, but any company I'm paying them a hundred dollars for like what? 500 cards. What happened to cards? People put it in their coaster. It's at the bottom of somebody's bag. You know, it's months before someone (laughs) reaches out. Um, And like you said, it was just one of those things like, hey, you know, I can text you my business card. What's your number? And somebody's like, oh, do you ever get pushback? If they don't want it, like, I kind of know what business they do. At least you know, you can save yourself a card. Right. You give people cards and they just, um, I don't know where I got this card from or what it's for. And then I just know what business you're in. Like, if you're like, oh, no, uh, email me. Okay, you know, you might be someone that checks your email every day. Yeah. Um, I'm in direct. Uh, I have to talk to people direct, so I, I kind of need that first line to talk to you. So, um, And then I love the digital card because you can change because any business, I feel like it's about growth. Yeah. So Save with Sophia wasn't on my original card. Yeah. <laughs> so just type it in change it boom yeah so and you know my number doesn't change or anything like that but if i do want to change what my market is or anything like that i just update the card and, and you can reach back out to the people and say hey this is the update no or if, if they you, have if they have the website it will update automatically it will update automatically what mm-hmm. platform did you use i used i knew i heard that question i used We'll link it. Thank you. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll link it. Dbiz. There it is. D-I-B-I-Z dot com. D-biz. D-biz.com. So you can put your phone number, your LinkedIn, your Instagram, your Twitter, your Facebook. Everything is on that one little card. And like you, like we talked about, yeah. anywhere you go with your cell phone, because you're not leaving your cell phone anywhere, you have my information. Absolutely. So with that being said... um. Tracking. If we're looking at tracking, because you want to be able to track and follow up with people, whether it be your prospects, your clients, or just new people that you want to potentially do business with, do you use any special resources for that as well, like forms or anything, apps? So we have a company app, and we're partnered with Salesforce. Okay. So Salesforce has all of the information of if it's a prospect, if it's a customer, um, I can upload the information and an email be sent out as soon as it comes in, um, as well as collecting um, information as well. Because what, what my system is, is I'll talk to people, I'll send them a free survey so we can okay. get all the information of what they're paying on those bills. That uploads to my system. I do the math of, hey, you're actually paying, for example, the last person I talked to, their bill was 160 on the nationwide let's hear how much you cut it down how much you cut that down <laughs> now they're paying 54 dollars a month 54 dollars so, yeah so that's a hundred dollars pretty much in savings a little more of hundred dollars but 1300 a year and on top of that some of this proceeds go back to feeding hungry kids come on <laughs> come on how the uh black running organization says it let's grow let's go let's, <laughs> let's do, do it. it let's do it so um, once you got started, what made you, uh, is there any books or anything that you use, by the way? Personal or? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because because you was in sales like in college and marketing. So mm-hmm. like you said, it's a lot of things that you're pulling from outside of just the tools that was provided to you. I will be very honest. I do read a lot of personal development. Okay. Um, where I get much of my education is from people. Like I, I, I never. I remember somebody was like, "Where do you get all your wisdom from?" And I think it's really from people. I, I Real learn life from, interactions. Right. When I hear from you and you talk about, um, because I really do listen. So when I hear about your, um interaction with something or someone or even how you reposition like uh, we were just talking about this room you're like oh I wanted to go into a a different space but now hearing how you just adjusted I'm like okay cool he needs to adjust um that's what entrepreneurs do so it kind of was just like okay always be learning always be with the times um that's kind of where I get most of my wisdom from. So. It's necessary that we have resilient in all of our business ventures here because no matter what business you're in, you got to be some type of flexible because like you said, this COVID thing proved that. It's a lot of people wasn't ready and they drowned. Much. Some like, people gave up and it's like, this is what's going to distinguish the people that's really about their dream. Yeah. I remember in that room, the guy at the, uh, that was speaker that day spoke on to that. He said... Mm-hmm. He said, the entrepreneur, I think you asked this question. Did you ask this question? I think so. Yeah, he was, somebody, I, I remember somebody in the audience asking the question, hey, what separates a real entrepreneur? What What are the characteristics of a real entrepreneur? He said, well, times get hard. The people that give up, you know, those people wasn't really in it. Mm-hmm. And like during this time, um, this is a very difficult time for everyone. I, I promise you that. Um, but for my industry, it, it kind of stayed, af- it, it, no, it really did stay afloat. Because everyone at that moment realized they had bills. And they needed to save. And then they needed to save. So, you know, for a lot of people, I might have been reaching out and it's like, oh, I got this meeting. I got this meeting. Da, da, da. When everything came to a halt, it's like, okay, so we're going to log on Zoom to talk about this? Because, yeah. you know, it was that thing where, oh, well, you have a couple days that I think they gave us grace periods of like 90 days. Okay. Um, for people that had bills, like mortgage, all that. But I'm like, they, they're they not telling us what happens after that 90 days. So let's figure this out now. Yeah. And some people <laughs> flourished in this, this uh, pandemic for that reason. Mm-hmm. Because some people said, okay, well, my business model is going to help you save money. Why would you not want to save money right now? Mm-hmm. And they became bigger. With that expansion becomes more and more growth. With you, was you able to build your team and how was you able to build your team? So I was able to build my team um, because we are always looking, um, but looking for specific people. I am looking for those people who are self-starters. Okay. Um, I'm looking for those people who are creative. Um, so th- that helps cause it's iron sharpens iron. That's what I really am looking for. Like, okay, what's this idea? You're not or, looking to babysit nobody. Not today or tomorrow. No, like, okay. <laughs> no nurseries. No. Uh, cause like you, like the guy said, you can kind of tell an entrepreneur, um, don't get me wrong. There were so many people during this time that saw like, Hey, jobs really were letting people go left and right. Yeah. Like, you know, if I can get into an industry that helps people save money, um, can you show me the steps? I had a general um, Zoom webinar to talk okay. with them. Um, oh, you was hosting webinars during this pandemic. You wasn't yeah, like, we still connecting. We still okay. connecting. Um, so just giving them that option to hear what we would want of them and how they want to take it on because – some people were like, ah, eh, you know, that's a good option. But there were some people like, ah, oh, I'm good right now. You know, I'm on unemployment. Nothing's wrong with unemployment. Yeah. Um, you're looking for people that's not sellers. That's sellers. not what you're looking for. <laughs> so what is the recruitment process like as far as if I wanted to be under your team? Mm-hmm. Because you told me what the characteristics of the person you're looking for. But what would I need to do? Um, so once you feel like you have those characteristics and we feel as though both of us, we feel like you're a good fit, uh, we would just take you through a training. Um, just like any other business, uh, we, we want to make sure you are equipped with everything. Um, because on both sides, we have partners that we don't want to disappoint. Like I don't want AT&T to be mad that 
we did something slimy to get customers. Yeah. No, we no, want bad reflection. Bad reflection on your character and with our partners. Um, so that's what we offer. We offer the training um, that helps everyone kind of get on one accord. And once we get through that training, we start you off. Like that's why we need those self starters because it's like, okay, you got the training. Now what? Let's go. Um, and it's paid training. We do okay. Pay get paid. As you, you get go. paid. Yeah. Get a little couple dollars while you working. <laughs> yeah, we do pay as you grow. That's really what it pay is. Pay as you grow. <laughs> yeah, because we know it's not everybody's first thing to understand even how to read a yeah. bill. So while you're like, okay, how does this work? And just again, that what? team we have of partners everywhere. Got that team around you, like you said, that village mentality is a key component in this. So what would be some of the big hurdles that a person that's just entering this industry would most likely face in that where it breaks a lot of people? What are the obstacles? I will say the obstacles for a lot of people are first themselves. Okay. What about themselves? A lot of people are like, that's not me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know. I can't sell. Um, I'm willing to bet on themselves. Correct. And that's really what it is. And I've met that so many times where it's like, um, that's not my brand or that's not what I do. Okay. You know, and that's very fine. There's some people who are like, I only want a brand in making shoes. Okay. Yeah, well, if you want to make shoes, that's cool. Right, that's cool. Because I've let people know I never down anybody because there's money everywhere to be found. That's really what it is. It's about what you want to do for the long run. Because Radio Shack went out of business and yeah. because of Amazon. Like, you know, all these other companies. Are you going to be an Amazon? Like, people want shoes, yes. Yeah. Zappos, Amazon. Right. <laughs> are you online? Like, do you have a presence? Like, do you have partners that... Um, people believe and know and trust. Um, so that's really kind of the first thing where people are like, nah, I just don't understand it. This isn't me. And so I don't want to do it. people have an issue actually Growing. doing a sale. Like I, I know a lot of times with some of these companies, you have people that's, they say, I don't know how to sell. Mm -hmm. Or they scared, more so they're scared to accept the idea of, I won't make money until I sell. It's that... Yes, a lot of people have a sales, um, negative sales mentality, but also it's about talking to people. I have a friend who's just like, I do not like talking on the phone. Oh, okay, gotcha. Period. She's like, I do not like talking on the phone. Um, <laughs> and you, talk. you have to, but you know, if I can't make anybody talk, um, because during our training, we use people that you know and that love you, so they will listen to you. Like, it's not even like you're talking to new people because we want to build that. Um, we want to build that comfort. Um, for me, I talk yeah. to anybody. <laughs> you got to be comfortable and you got to believe in what you're selling mm -hmm. because if you don't believe it, the customer is going to feel that energy, that transfer of energy matters. Mm -hmm. And if you really don't, for real, where I come from, I see it as true help. So it's yeah. not even selling something like I'm not repackaging anything. It's, Hey, are you paying more than $50 on your cell phone? Can I share with you how you can lower that? I still have people that's like, no, nope, I like my cell phone. Like, I'm paying $200, but I like it. Okay. It's like, do you really like it or are you afraid of change? And I, I we, we talked <laughs> earlier. I don't do the convincing. Like, there's so many people that's like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, I love everything about it. And, okay, if you love it, I yeah. love it. It's like, okay, well, there's blessings to you. Mm -hmm. I'm going I past 1,800 more people that have a cell phone mm -hmm. who don't love their bill. So... You was able to overcome a lot of these hurdles yourself because who you are. But what would you say is some of the contributing factors to your success in this industry? It's definitely my parents. Both my parents are entrepreneurial salespeople. My dad was pharmaceutical sales. My mom's a realtor, has been a realtor for a while. Mm. Um, broker and back to real estate. My brother is actually a realtor too. So you'll definitely say it's my environment. Um because we're all go-getters. Like, part of COVID was hard for us because we're all sitting in the house. We're just like, so... But y'all able to brainstorm together. Y'all all say, y'all all coming from the same mind state of, 
we got to get out here and get it <laughs> somehow Let's somewhere like but we're all like extroverts we're just like okay we know what you look like like we need to go talk to my dad i love 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 him happy father's day dad um <laughs> he is hey, the funniest guy <laughs> <laughs> He's the funniest guy because he'll be the first one at um, vacation at the hotel bar. Just like, hey, who are you? Hey, hey, like making jokes. And I, a lot of that's in me too. I'll be like, hey. And I'm like, oh, stranger danger. Well, how you doing? Like, Yeah, well, you're not scared to put yourself out there. And like, like you said, having your parents there to show you this is the way to go about things and to make it the unfamiliar be more familiar. Mm-hmm. So that definitely is a good way of starting. So if I was um, a young brother or sister that was on the fence about getting started in any entrepreneurial venture, specifically yours, what would you advise them to do as far as getting over that initial fear that's in them? It's about why you want to do something. Okay. The why. The the why why is important. Period. It's the why because that is what will keep you going. That is what will make those obstacles look so small. Like I I totally you hit it on the head. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> like knowing your why is gonna get you up in the morning at five thirty mm-hmm. and say, okay, it's time to go run. It's time to go start going that lab and start working right now. Mm-hmm. And it, it's that why and that really does just drive you. Like um we are able Due to our partnerships, I'm able to be mobile and global. That's what mobile I'm and global. Mobile Come on, and global. drop some more gems <laughs> on them. Mobile and global. So I can talk to people who are in different countries. So that's why I use Instagram. That's why I use LinkedIn. Um, any special hashtags? Any special hashtags? I do international business. Okay. International business. That's uh, what you search when you're trying to get mm-hmm. your message out there. Any hashtag you want for people to find you. Uh, save with Sophia. Uh-huh. <laughs> <That> double S. <laughs> double. Ooh, I shouldn't change it because that would be easier, right? <laughs> you gotta put that W in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, but mobile and global, where there's many times tomorrow I'm supposed to be speaking to someone in the UK. Okay. Guess what our time difference is? Six hours. You gonna be up and ready? I'm gonna be up. Are they gonna be ready? I'm gonna be. They they gonna be up. They like, better be ready. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, for some people, it's like you need me to wake up that early. Like I will stay up till three, cause that's their that's their nine o'clock. Like yeah. if we if we have to do business that How way. How bad do you want to grow? How bad do you want it? That's it. And so, we on my secret mentor, right? That means your secret mentor. I'm only whispering for a little reason here, and that is, we want to know what's your why. Are you willing to share your why behind your drive? My why is for the children I do not have yet. Mm. You grinding for the future. For the future. So you're not a temporary thinker. I just I just want whoever comes after me to be like, oh, life is easy. Like that's the that's foundation what it is. here is pretty good. Yeah. It's already foundation. Paid. Like, but still talking about working hard, like um, I definitely grew up in a place where it was like, this is smooth. Um, but it's not, let me sit here and cruise. Um, my grandma, she's alive with us today, July. She'll be 101 years old. Mm. So. <laughs> she's able to see all of the growth mm-hmm. through the generations. Through generations. But I, I see it in her too. Because I'm like, bet, I can't think about what I am right now. There's 101 that I got to think about. Like, yeah. for the grandkids, for all them. Like. You want to be able to sit, so I see that you you make sure you stay in good health. I seen some of your promotion where you're promoting health as well, the health and the wealth. Mm-hmm. Not health as well, but health and wealth. Right, like it is, it's important. Like you want to be here, um, and you don't function. <laughs> like when we were talking about foods too, there's some foods I I try to stay away from. I try to avoid. Like, but I think everyone what has foods a. So pr- you're trying to avoid. Uh, processed food process okay like the yeah fast foods okay. they don't see me you just avoid no chick-fil-a lines for you you see it and you're like, i'm glad i got with that line chick-fil-a is the new one that i'm going away from because <laughs> that is like the only one i would eat oh, okay but definitely with a lot of what they're supporting right now it's like okay yeah, it makes yeah. it easier sometimes people make it easier for you to exit left 
It's like, oh, okay, that's what y'all doing over here? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm going to go over here. Mm-hmm. And then quarantine, it's just like, okay, cool. Everything can be made at home. Like, you know, we're not starving. Like, <laughs> Yeah, once you start seeing the landscape and you can adjust to it mm-hmm. and say, all right, so, my body, I need this vehicle. I only got this one. I can't get another one and do this, get a do-over. I got to just keep on using this one and get to where I need to get. And then it's just that growth and that transition. Like what you did in high school, middle school, because um, I'll let you know, playing soccer, playing all the sports I did, I ate horribly. Like ketchup and mayonnaise on top of my french fries with my chicken sandwich, like all of it in a soda. Yeah, like, I mean. I wasn't mad. Oh, metabolism then is different. <laughs> <laughs> and just what your body can, fun- like your body was able to function off of garbage. Yeah. Let's talk about that. It was really able to function off of garbage. Um, but you don't have to keep feeding it garbage once you know. Yeah, once you know, you grow. So we're going to keep them growing. So with your brand, you're trying to expand your brand and everything and retaining certain relationships. How do you go about retaining and maintaining your stellar relationships that you do have? Do you follow up with people who send them cards or anything? It's really very personal. It's just, you know, checking on people um, because most of my clients are people I would really check in with. Okay. (laughs) You know, we train on keeping it very you, authentic. Like, if you're not the person that checks up on people, like, okay. But for me, I'm the, hey, you know, didn't you just have a birthday? Like, I might have missed it. But, you know, <laughs> didn't you just have and a birthday? And technology is beautiful for that. Because <laughs> I was terrible with birthdays. I was like, oh, Facebook's going to remind me? Thank you. <laughs> and it helps. You Use your tools. Use your resources. Because people put that information out there. Yeah. Uh, but, you know. Use it. Yeah. Reach out. Um. Hey, didn't somebody just graduate? Like, you can always call. It's good to take notes on your conversations as well. So mm-hmm. I know I can't recall everything. So certain conversations, I say, okay, what were the takeaways from our conversation? And I write them down. I keep them in my notes section. And I say, okay, next time I talk to this person, I remember, hey, you was about to go on a trip. You was about to do this. Let me recall this. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be out of the loop with what's going on in your life. And that's very helpful. Right now, my brain does keep it because um, I do remember the conversation in my text messages where you were like, hey, that really stands out. I remember you're a runner. I remember we talked about traveling. Like, I remember this show. Like, there were things that I could remember um, for some people. But, again, that's because I really listen. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, when I'm staring at y'all, I'll be staring through y'all because I'm like. You're actually processing it and putting it in your save folder. At the same time. That's good. That's good. That's good. Because I'm not... <laughs> I, I remember certain things, mm-hmm. but some things I'm like, okay, I don't want to leave it to chance. Okay. I just don't want to leave it to chance. I would rather be able to refer back and say exactly this is what it was. Gotcha. This is what's going on with this person. And I'm I'm genuinely concerned. I'm genuinely inter- interested in the growth of this person. So, hey, let me reach out and see what's going on. Right. And when you were talking about how do you reach out, some of it is kind of just knowing the people. So because of social media, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, she reached out because she liked my pictures. Yeah. If that's, if that's how you need me to reach out, I'm cool. Double tap, double tap. Like, I got time. Yeah, I'm looking. <laughs> I see what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're doing. Like, you know, once it is something like on LinkedIn where it's like, oh, pick up the phone. This person just had a baby. Like, congratulations. Um. But there's many things like traveling. I was like, all right, looks fun. Like some people just want the comments. So if yeah. I comment, they're like, oh, Sophia, talk to me. Bet. That's that's good because a lot of people overthink what it support is. Mm. A lot of people overthink what support is. They all think either includes me reaching in my pocket and saying, here's money. That's not always support because you can hit subscribe to somebody's channel and wow, that's going to help them take them to the next level. You can like that picture. Hey, that's going to influence somebody else to like that picture. It's something simple as that, but overthinking the support is a mental handicap. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, a lot of people suffer from it, though. And part of it does go to why people do what they do. So again, back to that why. There's some friends that will be like, ah, this isn't aesthetically pleasing. Or, you know, there's some of the people I know who are in industries that I don't necessarily agree with like okay you know it might go against some of my values but it's like okay i can't support it but you know if i run into somebody personally i'll let them know like i'm not gonna hold business back but it can't be part of you can't be connected with certain things correct 
Right. And that's important for yourself. You got to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to say, hey, look, my personal moral compass won't allow me to do this. Mm-hmm. It's not nothing against you. This is about me. You got to understand that because I'm helping you understand it by giving you feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to left. You're not left in the dark wondering. So um, when we talked about platforms, as far as what you use to promote your business, I know you use Instagram a lot and you're getting into LinkedIn. How are you liking Le- LinkedIn first and foremost? Learning, learning, you know. I need to learn it myself. So I was going to ask you for advice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it that well. Me neither. Um, if you want some of my tools, I will definitely say Canva. I use for everything. Um, hashtagger. Or hashtag expert, I definitely use them because thinking of like hashtags for everything is a process. Because um, you know you need the algorithm; they want fresh ones, or else you're like spam in that yeah. hashtag. Um, and it does the hashtags for LinkedIn as well. So learning LinkedIn, there's you know some YouTube University. Yes, that uh, that's the university <laughs> described to. Um, but Before it was Khan Academy. <laughs> It, it's me. definitely a process because I don't know really what we promote on there yet because yeah. I'm telling you, there's people that slide in those DMs like it's not business either. And I'm just like... I think, I would think LinkedIn is the upper echelon of business social media. Mm-hmm. But people post personal stuff too. So I think it, it's really all about your personal brand because, yeah. you know, there's some things I'm like, wouldn't you put that on Facebook? But, you know, it's like I guess people on LinkedIn need to know about your family. Yeah, I guess gives yeah. you that that real life interaction. Correct. Like, so. I feel like I know you personally. That's a good thing. You use any forms or blogs or anything? I don't. Um, not at mastermind this. groups. Mm, is that through? I part of a couple, um, couple tribes. How's that experience <laughs> been for you? As far as getting gathering information and bouncing things off of each other. Well, one of my tribes, which is coffee and coworkers, uh, co-working by Marquita, it really shout out Marquita, shout her out, <laughs> whole, the whole tribe. Um, they give me, they bounced ideas off of me that I was like, what? Like you know, you I would thought I would have thought I would think about that, but I'm like, oh, wow, and like the way that tribe just pushes you, um, because in that tribe we really do talk about residual income. We talk about the long run, how it can be. Um, simple like it can be a book it can be um, some type of audio motivational speech like yeah you know there's so many people that's like oh residual sounds weird that group that mastermind is like no it's real like it's real and you need the other people to reinforce it sometimes you hear other people talk about it and say no this is what it is and they give you that pushback and say I like your idea but Mm -hmm. sometimes you need to hear that but you don't always want to hear the but but And you definitely need it in safe spaces. Yeah. Because, you know, I will say somebody from the street, like if I'm walking down the street and it's just like, oh, yeah, I saw this, but da-da-da. I'm like, "Uh, thanks for your input. Yeah. I'll put it down. Um, I will meditate on it. (laughs) Like, I don't know what business you do or anything like that. So you might just. don't know what that credibility is. Right. You might just be. And here's the thing. Everything doesn't work for everybody does not <laughs> so once you kind of get that through your head like there's going to be somebody's like sophia you do testimonial thursdays i think you should do tuesday okay and speaking of um what you got going on instagram what is the latest thing that you're doing promotion wise or marketing wise right now so i know you had a contest going it was the june ch- challenge which is every penny counts um just helping people become aware um the content that's coming out you'll hear it but um mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're talking about the difference between awareness and intent okay um there are many people that are aware money comes in they don't have intent for it they don't know where they want it to go out to um because there are people who really just like okay cool i gotta pay this i gotta pay this i gotta pay this i gotta pay this um but really just being aware and putting that intent of cool do does it have to go here like does it have to go here tomorrow does that help you with uh more engagement as far as people coming to your page and saying okay i know what she's doing get some more clarity insight 
so my process is when a person comes to my page, comes through my story, anything like that, um, I'll follow them and I will go into their DMs. It's, hey, you know, thanks for the follow or thanks for engaging. Thanks for showing my picture some love. Like, I will talk to everybody. Interactions is real. That's real. And I need to implement that immediately. (laughs) Immediately. (laughs) If I see it, like, here we go. Like, what are we talking about? And they're like, oh, cool. So, like, the last person... They're like, oh, yeah, because I don't know anything about financial literacy. And I'm like, oh, cool. So can we set up something this week? Yeah. Like, you know, that's part of it is to apply pressure of your thinking about it. Since you just said that, can we talk this week? Strike while the iron's hot. Right. You know, because if I wait till tomorrow, you're not thinking about it. You don't remember what you said. X, Y, Z. So I'm like, can we talk this week? Um, I get on a Zoom call or whatever they feel comfortable with. And then we're talking. I'm like, okay, what do what do you know about financial literacy? And I just give people ease. Like, hey, if we're talking about everything, uh, we became free. Then we were farmers. Okay. <laughs> and then they were like, hey, we Take need. Take them through the history. Right. Now we need workers again. You know, okay, cool. Now at this time, we don't mind paying you. Okay, cool, but we didn't know what to do with money before. Like we that's why I think a lot of people in our community, we we understand trade. Yeah. So we're like, okay, you want to do this labor? Um, I'll do this for you. This for this. This for this. So when people are like, you need to unlearn that black owned is cheaper, I think a lot of people need to remember that it was about trading. It's like, okay, I can come to Leon. We started at barter, and, mm-hmm. but now we had a different system. We had a right. different impasse now. Now they're like currency. We need dollars. And you're like, oh, well, you know, I'm about negotiation and stuff like that. So it is just that constant growth. But once we got money, people didn't know what to do with it. So I always try to make sure people are comfortable. Like, it's not your fault that you don't know anything about financial literacy. Yeah. But we do need to learn something in the process. So. Evaluating and understanding the value of the money and yourself and your time, more importantly, to say, okay, I got this product or this thing. I know how much time it took me to do it. Now, I have to charge you accordingly. I can't just give it to you because you think it'll be, we look alike. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. That's not fair to me. It's not. Because mistakes are costly, but people won't people won't hear that. They're like, oh, no. Uh, Accountability is a hard thing to take. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I can figure out how to, you know, become a man- mechanic. I'll go to YouTube. <laughs> All right, yeah. cool. Sometimes that works. And sometimes you, you end up in a worse situation. So it's about what you want to do. Like, do you want to take it to a local person? Because that might save you some time. Yeah. Or, you know. Do you value the out. time or the money? There Which is. one is the more valuable to you? <laughs> so what would you point to my directly to right now to uh, get more information? I know... Currently, I look up two financial terms a day. I'm not the biggest financial guru, but I understand that, so I'm willing to learn. So let me just look up two terms that I do not know and study them, write three sentences using this word, and now I've expanded my vocabulary and my understanding of finances. What place would you send a person to? Um, Part of the challenge and what I wanted people to get from the June challenge is money is in your face it really is so where i point people to is listing out all your bills list them out list them out because that is where your money's going okay and when we talk about that you'll because you there are fancy terms those are cool keep keep learning and growing (laughs) some people just need to know that the money is there like, again, when I said $28, 10000 goes out your pocket, no one saw that $10,000. So once yeah. you see, like, month to month, it's going to this, 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 and this, and this, you'll become more aware and get intentional about, uh, oh, maybe I can't add this. Because I think a lot of people are like, oh, I got some extra money. I can add, you know, my new whatever. Um, so I challenge people to write everything down because when it's, once it's on paper, it's very real. Uh Firm believer. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> write it down. Mm-hmm. And you have to write it down with your your pen and paper because it's and review it <laughs> and review it because it's real on that bill that you know that yes. energy bill that cell phone bill is real but you didn't write it when you say hold on I'm writing another number and a whoa okay and another number like I know so many people when I gave them that challenge of like writing down all your um, expenses they get tired of writing. They're like, man, I spent, you know, $2 on a pack of gum. Like, I got to record that? Yeah. 
two dollars and eleven cent. I need you to see because that's where it's coming. And some banks, I noticed they offer it in a more simplified version. If you look at like for the card users, they'll look on there and they'll see that hey, this amount of money is allocated to entertainment. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you're doing here. You're going to the movies a lot or something, and you see forty five percent, and it's like okay, I wrote down my bills. And it equals this amount. I know how much money I'm bringing in. And I subtract it. Where's all that money at? <laughs> it's like, well, you might want to look into it a little bit more deeper to understand what are your spending habits. How can you change them? And I tell people, it doesn't take a long time. It doesn't. I think a lot of people are like, I don't have time. I don't have time. It is the commercial breaks. It is the, you know, are you still watching on Netflix? Just pause it. Like, that... And because it's your personal finances, you can do them personally anytime. Priorities. Like, if you do them at 11 p.m., they still get done. It's not your lack of time. It's your lack of priorities. <laughs> you can repeat and retweet, repeat, like, all of that. Like, just just do that. Just prioritize. Save the fun for later. Like, you want to relax at the end of the day. Get all the stuff you want to do in the beginning of the day. You go to work for somebody else. Do that a bunch of hours. Why can't you do it for yourself? But And part of that's the discipline. Like I said, we, we, when we talked about that why and how yeah. bad do you want it? Because um, I know a lot of people are like, Sophia, why are you up at so late? I'm like, because in other countries they up. Like, yeah, somebody's <laughs> out here getting it right now. Right. Like there's sometimes I and have I to. I know where I want to be at. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know sometimes I stay up late because I'm trying to talk to people in California. Because, again, I use Instagram. Um, it's like, okay, I see y'all three hours of difference. Like, Yeah. I don't mind calling you at my 12, your 9. Like, hey, look, you said you're available at 9 o'clock? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Specific time? I'll be there. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. <laughs> so what... All right, before you go, I want to ask you a question. What is the number one book at or website that you appoint somebody in to get better financial literacy? Oh, that's the question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what book, app... Mm. Or a better marketer. Or a better marketer. Because I, I read a lot. And then some companies, I'm like, I don't want to endorse them yet. Um. <laughs> hey, look, we good. We want to make sure this is a thought out answer because it's going to help somebody. It's going to be effective. It's going to change somebody's life and the way they view money, their time, and more importantly, their value. Yeah, most definitely. If I had to say, I know for me, I currently um impose a system of I review a lot of books in my morning. I uh, I got sticky notes on my mirror of the four agreements, and I say, okay, I need to follow this. Okay, this is gonna get me mentally ready, and I'm in the car. I'm listening to my Zig Ziglar book, uh, The Art of Closing the Sale. I'm like, okay, these are not just, it's not just about selling, but it's, it's changing my whole mentality on how I view things and put me in a good mood and starting me out for the day. And because you said finance, because that is a good book, because I'm like, oh yeah, but like I said, I do a lot of health, um, self-help. So if yeah, I can say a book in general... I would say it's Outwitting the Devil. Oh, man. I love that book. I love that book. <laughs> Especially the audio version. <laughs> yes. I'll tell people right now. And I, I really get scared when I tell people this, right? Because that book is so powerful. I feel like they're going to take it off the planet. Like, And you, even in the book they, they talk about, they said Napoleon Hill could not put, he couldn't even publish that book during his time because it was going to be so controversial. Yeah. But if anybody wants to hear like the self-help to everything, I feel like that is the book. Um, You can find it on YouTube. I've, I've listened over and over because it's literally only three hours. And the reason I say that's the book, um, because when you understand that, much of your finances may be a devil blocker like you know the devil does not want you to pass this border like you know and that's why I try to give everybody like that understanding that you can't balance it all like as soon as this goes right then you this might go wrong but do not feel like oh my gosh let me go back to this like really just you find the best balance for yourself 
um, but definitely in finances. You got to stick it out. You got to stick it out. And I try to make sure everyone knows it's a journey. Like even on journeys, you take a break um, and things happen during your journey. So, you know, the advice I would give someone who just came out of college might be different than a a household that is has a parent a child like you said it's different levels different Correct. depends on where you at in your journey and that's the thing everyone has a different journey it's okay to take intermission sometimes but understand the show is going to continue after the intermission most definitely so that's the book i would tell everybody to read check um, that out please check out <laughs> within the devil that's audio it. version it makes it it does something extra for it i'll mm-hmm. tell you that i'll give you that advice because it's an interview it's just like this when you hear it as a, uh yeah it's like oh napoleon was sitting right there with him mm. and it sounds i know it sounds kind of crazy but you got to look beyond what is actually saying with the words and listen to the meaning and the actual mm-hmm. description of what's happening mm-hmm. the change that is happening there and if you like it inbox me if you don't like it inbox me we still want to talk about money so <laughs> All right, so before you go, we need you to give your socials and a best place that people can find you and reach out to you. Social is Save with Sophia on everything. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Boom. Save with Sophia. So S-A-F-I-Y-A. She always finds in you awesomeness. So. She's there. <laughs> and LinkedIn is Sophia Parker. Um, and my phone number is on the websites as well. You got direct contact with me. Um, I'm here to help. And we thank you for being a member of my secret mentor and serving as a mentor today. Thanks and as always, remember dreams plus action equals life. <laughs>